Last night, Tiffany Caban was almost certainly elected Queen's next district attorney. While there are still 3,400 absentee ballots to be counted, Caban held a lead over Brooklyn Borough President Melinda Katz by roughly 1,100 votes. I volunteered for Caban throughout the campaign and attended the election party last night. I just wanted to release a quick analysis of what just happened and why it matters. Caban's victory is one of the single biggest moments in criminal justice reform in recent memory. Larry Krasner, Rachel Rollins, Kim Fox, and many others represent the rise of progressive prosecutors that are trying to decarcerate their districts, standing in sharp contrast to their predecessors. As documented in the books Charged, Arbitrary Justice, and Locked In, prosecutors played the biggest role in the rise of, of American mass incarceration. Caban joins Larry Krasner as a public defender turned top prosecutor in a jurisdiction with nearly one million more people. Her platform is likely the most progressive of any DA across the country. It should become the new standard that those who claim to be progressive prosecutors hold themselves up to. She has pledged to decriminalize all drug possession and sex work, end cash bail, prosecute ICE agents who abuse their power, go after bad landlords, and avoid jail and prison wherever possible. The question now is can Caban deliver on what she promised? DAs have extraordinary power and discretion in what charges to bring and what information to disclose. There's a lot she can do from day one without buy-in from any other stakeholders. But judges, police, line prosecutors, and legislators can influence how successful Caban is in implementing her vision. As a 31-year-old public defender who ran an insurgent campaign, Caban will face challenges beyond those of Krasner, Rollins, and Fox. She will be entering an office where a substantial portion of the workforce will resent her approach and background. Judges may override prosecutor recommendations to not charge cash bail as they have in many cases in Philadelphia. The NYPD will probably resist elements of her reform efforts. Caban also has limited management experience, but will be taking over an office of hundreds of people, most of whom are probably older than her. There's also the question of what this victory means for New York and the larger progressive movement. Caban was AOC's second endorsement since taking office, and a major test of her power in her home city. The parallels between this race and AOC's defeat of Joe Crowley just one year prior are clear. Crowley endorsed and fundraised for cats. This victory will likely inspire more insurgent campaigns from non-traditional candidates and give electeds more confidence to defect from the wishes of the, of the local political machine. Caban in many ways faced a larger challenge than AOC. Her opponent was far more embedded in her community and aware of the threat. Caban also benefited from a flood of endorsements from big players like AOC, Warren, Sanders, and the New York Times that AOC did not herself receive. There will be a lot written about this, and I hope to cover this topic in more detail in the future. But this is just my first thoughts on a very exciting development.